0: Somebody please cue that
1: voice.
0: Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I'm Chris Bolton, with me as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are looking back at one i've waited for for a long long time um Mm. i've been looking forward to this one for a long time we are looking back at samurai pizza cats
1: yeah no this has been on the list i think when we did our second list so after we exhausted the first one which is about 40 old episodes in we came up with a new list and this was one of the first ones on it and i now can't remember because it's been so fucking long i can't remember whether i was aware of the show before or whether i whether you brought me to it because i didn't know it at all
0: um i don't know if i brought you to it then i i I don't know i i know i put it on the list it was one i was definitely wanting to look back at
1: yeah Um, because i remember asking you what it was and you sort of you sort of described it oh that sounds pretty good and i but i just couldn't place it and then having watched not as much as i'd like over the last couple of days because i've had other shit going on um but i've got i've sat down and watched it and gone fucking hell why why did i not know the show
0: was a thing right? It's fucking amazing and I'm I'm so pleased that it's good, not burying, burying the lead here listeners, but mm. I remember it. it. It was such a flash in the pan. I remember it coming and going very quickly and I remember absolutely loving it. So I'm so pleased that it's good.
1: Yeah, you know? like, I can't work out how I didn't know it because it was on ITV, um, which we, we were ITV kids so we'd, we we used to see all the shit that was on Um, when I'd have been about seven or eight. So I mean, I, this would have been prime viewing for me. I don't understand how I how I missed it.
0: Yeah, I came to it because we've had this discussion many, many times. But as I was a slightly older child, I was more BBC kid. So I Mm. came to it because friends of mine were watching it on ITV, and they're like, "You've got to watch this show. It's fucking brilliant." And I was like, "Well, Samurai Pizza Cats, all right? Like, we've we've already got Turtles and Samurai Pizza Cats and SWAT Cats, and like this was during that time where anthropomorphic animals were just your go-to." thing yeah um
1: but it, although there's a really nice dig at turtles immediately in the credits there's loads of them crack yeah. me up
0: yeah there's loads of them i mean that we'll definitely get on to to that um but yeah i think that's one of the things i've really loved watching it this time i think i was definitely too young for the humor or most of mm. the humor when i first watched it i yeah, would, that, probably that tracks, would have yeah. been about 11 or 12 watching this for the first time um but what I loved was just the look of it, because like I would get into anime probably about three or four years after this. Um, mm-hmm. with with Akira was was my first real foray into into anime and manga. Um, so so at this point I didn't really realize what this was, it, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. nothing nothing really looked like it. Like yeah, we'd had some cartoons with that some of the uh french canadian ones which had that kind of almost japan anime style to them yeah but i don't ever like i think this was the first time i i saw something that looked like this of course you know soon after we'd get things like pokemon and everything as well and yeah an anime would become uh quite popular in in the west but for me watching this for the first time as a kid it just blew my fucking mind it was so colorful it didn't look like anything else the animation is a very, like, it's of its style. The animation here is is good, but it's it's not the fluid kind of Disney-esque Western animation that we're used no. to. It is it is that more kind of anime style. And and I, it was just like nothing I'd ever seen. This absolutely blew me away as a kid. Um, but, but I remember it just coming and going so, so quickly that it's almost one of those things where you kind of, you look back, like you, you're sort of going back to the fog of your mind and you're like, did, did that exist? Was that thing like was that real or did i like just make this
1: up it's it's quite funny because we've watched stuff recently where there were 10 12 15 episodes of stuff and we remember it really vividly Hmm. and then there were 54 of these or 52 um, that made it that got translated into english um but yeah i mean it's it's one of those i don't i don't remember i I probably would have seen it because I say it was on the channel i watched at the time i'd have been watching i just don't remember it um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a year's worth of shows here if they run one a week.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it just, because of the time it was out as well, it did get lost amongst all of the, you know, Biking yeah, mice and turtles from Mars, it, really. Turtles, Cowboys of Mesa, like again, SWAT Cats, you know, it, it's the, the two are kind of intertwined a little in my mind, even though mm. SWAT Cats from what I remember is nowhere near as good as this, but the two are so kind of not, they're not even similar shows, but just the fact they're both cats, I guess. They're yeah. both crime-fighting cat teams. Yeah, um, now that
1: one, I, I do remember that. And I don't... I I remember the show. I don't remember en- enough about it to be able to compare it. But I mean, having sat down and watched probably three or four episodes of this this afternoon, um, I'm not holding out much hope that it would be anywhere
0: near as good as this. No, I mean, <laughs> just a um, little peek behind the curtain here, listeners. I've, I've been watching this for nearly a month now because I was very excited to get around to watching this. So as soon as it started creeping up on the list, I started watching it. And every time I've seen Mark for the last month, I've been like, have you started watching Pizza Cats yet? Because it's really fucking good. <laughs> we don't normally talk about stuff off here, but I was like, no, this is really good. You really need to watch this. And yeah.
1: um, I mean, to to be fair, I've, I've got as far as finding it online a couple of times, and then I say it's you no... Know, I mean, it's, it's November 1st, so I've been prepping for NaNoWriMo. Um New book came out yesterday, so I've been doing stuff for that. And it's just one of those. It's every time I've sat down, I go, oh, shit, I need to do this. Oh, shit, I need to do that. And I haven't gone right. I'm going to sit down and watch some and watch this for half an hour. And that's the other thing as well. They, they, they're full-length episodes, um, but they don't feel like it.
0: No, not at all. Not I, mean, at all. I,
1: I watched the I watched the first one as i was um I was watching at lunchtime, and literally I was like oh is that is that it and then when I looked it, was twenty minutes. the like, fuck where did
0: that go? yeah, they absolutely zip by um I, and they so what i found i mean i 've been watching a lot of them uh, in my lunch breaks as well uh, i've also been watching them just when i 've got a half hour to kill, mm-hmm. like maybe randomly while i'm waiting for my wife to come over from work and I 'm doing dinner or something like that. I'll stick one of these on and watch them. Um, mm. but they they're so just fast-paced and kind of irreverent that you mm. don't realize it's been half hour. Cause let's be fair, like the stories, the plot, the writing, whatever you want to refer mm. to it here is fucking mental. I like yeah. it's 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 loosely plotted at best and deliberately yeah. so so yeah,
1: you don't i mean i think if anything i mean we look at some of the other shows we've looked at things like um things like animaniacs things like ren and stimpy th- this has that sort of early anarchic feel to it whereby they break the fourth wall all the fucking time it's it's probably the most meta thing i've ever fucking watched yeah i mean it's we... incredible and yeah. then you sort of see the evolution into animaniacs into um ren, you know things like ren and stimpy um, and then even in things like the simpsons there's a story um one of the ones i watched today was um uh princess vi and uh polly are in a band and yes, the band yeah, is being yeah, used know. to hypnotize people yeah and the simpsons did that about four or five years later with the um the, the navy um recruitment ads yeah where Bart and Milhouse were in a boy band so i mean you see you see these things are sort of permeating you think fucking okay and no this i mean from from what i've read today it's, the show was pretty well received but it's generally considered that the quality is, p- is poor because the the translation shit um and so the a lot of the humor doesn't a lot of the humor that was in the originals doesn't translate into english but i think that's why they've gone away and rewritten it in english rather than trying to translate it
0: yes and yeah. they've just
1: kind of gone, rather than trying to overdub it they've gone fuck this it doesn't work let's just blast our own stuff on top of it let's get our own show on top of it and actually tell stories that will work in western culture
0: yeah well, And i
1: think that's something that really does stand out where if you look at some of the things we've watched where they haven't done that they've gone oh well we'll just translate it word for word and it'll sort of match it'll sort of be all right and it doesn't really pan out.
0: No, I mean legend has it that um in, in acquiring it for the Western market and in shipping everything overseas, that a lot of the actual accompanying paperwork with the with the translation, with the English translation yes. was lost. Yeah. And and so they had to start from scratch. I who knows whether that's true or not? Because I've thought this a lot when I'm watching it. Um I, I've sort of gone back and forth of like either they're deliberately pastiching this, in which case they are geniuses or they genuinely like that story is true. And they yeah. genuinely didn't have anything and had to make it up on the spot, in which case they are fucking comic geniuses because yeah. they're just so like it. it would have been so tempting to just try and actually make this make sense if you know what I mean to try and to try and put those western stories on it but instead they've just gone like oh well fuck it we don't know so let's it just feels like a load of people and I don't want to disrespect anybody in the writer's room here but to me it just feels like a load of people locked in a room having drunk too much and done way too much coke Guess, it, it, it's the be here now of, uh, it, of kids tv that's it? exactly where i was going with it it is literally like be here now is the sound of a bunch of men rapidly approaching their early 30s locked in a room together with too much drugs and this is the yeah. same thing but it's a what cartoon. it feels like yeah
1: I, I think it's i mean i think i mean I, I, i've been i've only been looking at it um of so reading about the last couple of days and then sort of watching it today but of all the stuff we've seen i don't i don't think we've seen anything which suggests that the the japanese version the original version was anything like this and i think so i think part because of that part of me wants wants the story to be true actually they just got a load of footage with, with nothing to go with it and they went, you know what fuck it let's do what we can a bit like the um the super sentai stuff with power rangers they're going you know what mm-hmm. we've got the raw footage let's just do with it what we can and that's why you get so many fourth wall breaks and you get so you, know, you get all these of uh, meta gags about being in a cartoon and get my agent and all this sort of stuff which I don't, I don't know that you get because just because of the stuff, the other stuff we've had from from Japan at this sort of time, we've not really seen that anywhere else. So I don't know whether they've gone completely against type or this, or so, so some just gone, oh, fuck it, let's just do what we can with it and make it as entertaining as we can.
0: The more I think about it, the more I I truly believe that happened, that they just didn't mm. have the scripts because they've they've based so much of the feel of the show around that and turned it into a gag on its own. You know, it, when yeah. even like. One of my favorite things um, about the whole show is the closing credits and the Mm. actual closing theme, which if I can get away with it, listeners, you'll get the whole thing, uh, I promise, at the end of this episode. But uh, in in rewatching it, I I remembered the theme tune. I remembered Samurai Pizza Cats, but I didn't remember all of the words around it. And the very first episode I watched, I laughed like a drain all the way through. And then I got to the first lyrics of the end theme, where they just say, "We hope you like the show. It's the best that we could do." And yeah. <laughs> just, like tip of the hat, guys. Fair play. Like yeah. you, you want to be meta. Like there it is. And and it's almost like they're even playing into this story there. Like, right? well, look, we we had nothing to work with. Like yeah. this is this, this is, is what this is what we could do with what we had.
1: Just yeah. you know, Just go along with it.
0: Yeah, this is the absolute best we could possibly make this show. Um, and they do a phenomenal job with that and it and it that's where the charm is for me. It feels like um it feels like a riff track over it over a cartoon is what it feels yeah. like to me. It it just feels like they're trying to make sense of what's going on in the moment. It's almost like they're doing a live dub. They're not, of course, because the gags yeah. are too rapid fire and too too quick and there's too much meta stuff in there and too many yeah. pointed gags at things like turtles um yeah. I, I mean they really go for turtles on several but occasions but again
1: it's it's no that that was kind of the thing wasn't it? that no that was the show at the time and no, that yes, was the, yeah, the yeah. worldwide thing to be and i think to me it kind of struck me as it's almost like that you you've got a cast on i say on on a riff track where it's just like we're going to hit record and then we're going to see what we come up with and i'm going to tell a joke and you can only tell a joke if you want up me yeah and then i'll come back at you and we just go back and forth on it. and it, it kind of feels like that it's just like you know what we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We haven't got anything to work with, so let's just have fun. And that really does come across because all, you know, some of the things we've watched, you get the impression everything's so serious, everything's very dour, and when you get mistakes, then they, they really stand out. Whereas this, it wouldn't matter if you know, somebody called, you know, somebody calls the mother an elderflower. It doesn't matter because it's just like, well, okay, well, fine. Your mother's a fucking snowblower. Who cares? Yes. And it just, it's just everybody, no, it doesn't feel like
0: anybody's working.
1: Which and again, I don't want to take anything away from any any anybody's performance or anybody's job or anything like that, but it feels far more organic than that.
0: It really does. Um, there's there's also, I mean, I've done a fair bit of research into this because I got so fascinated by the show. But there's also, like, urban legends about the recording of of the opening theme as well, where you get the the repeated line where um he talks about um Speedy getting down down with a love hangover, and it's yeah. literally because when he was recording that, he was so fucking pissed. that he just stammered over the words and kept it in and you can believe it like it absolutely feels like a bunch of people just having a great time and that translates through in the show you know and we talked um i think was it last episode we did charlie chalk or have we done something else in the meantime it was last episode was it yes it was yes yeah our our schedule has gone a bit skew if because themes and stuff uh incidentally there's a theme this month as well listeners i forgot to announce that at the start of the show um you don't have to be too uh, eagle-eyed to work out what it is yeah you don't have to be too eagle-eyed to spot it but um you know answers on a postcard to the usual contact details um can you do yeah you can do e-postcards i'm digressing already anyway (laughs) um (laughs) what the fuck was i talking about before i went down the rabbit hole of postcards no i do i can't remember oh uh charlie chalk um (laughs) You can tell what this show has done to my brain over the last month, can't you? <laughs> um, when we when we were talking about Charlie Chalks and the occasional kind of fourth wall break that, that happened mm-hmm. in Charlie Chalk. And I remember before we'd started watching Pizza Cats at that point, I went on a rant about how, look, if you're going to break the fourth wall, it has to be intrinsic to your show. And there has to be a reason for doing it. And you have to set yeah. it up. And it needs to move your plot forward. And this just does all of that perfectly. It, it's like... <laughs> you know it, it's like it's like i deliberately teed this up for myself you know because from from the very second it opens and you get somebody cue the bird like yeah. you know straight away that this is what you're in for like they don't so much break the fourth wall as just completely smash it to pieces and piss yeah. over it like it's yeah
1: it's it, it's almost it's almost it almost feels like you're kind of on a set so you, yeah. you get through you get through the scenes you get through the perfunctory stuff and then everyone's just fucking around yes it really does but it... they, but and if no and we, and we we've done it but where you just leave the camera running and see what you come up with yeah And obviously they've animated, you know, it's animated, so you you can't do that to an extent. But it just feels like that where it's like, you know what?
0: Just fucking go with it. Say the
1: stupidest fucking thing that you can. Yeah. and Because
0: somebody will laugh. Yeah. And and like I said, I have no doubt that actually, you know, for as much as they could script it, a lot of these gags were, you know, were carefully crafted. Like the comic timing's really good. Oh, yeah. It's it's sharp as a tack. But there are definitely also ones in there where, yeah, the voiceover artists have just been like, I know, I'm going to throw this in just because I want to make that person laugh. And you can tell when those lines come, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's just an absolute joy, like scripturally. You know, we're always pulling things apart on this show because we say like, "Oh, you know, there's, there's no recurring themes. There's no," and and we're we're saying like, "Yeah, it's a kids show," but this is perhaps the best example of how to do all that and get it right because despite the fact they didn't have scripts, despite the fact they're making these stories up to fit the the images, despite the fact they don't yeah. really know what the characters are and stuff like that this is really smart like this is actually about something as well there is a lot of digs at commercialism in here there is definitely yeah. a left leaning political agenda because they they lean so hard on the right you mm. know like it's it's almost that kind of um you know that that initial when the simpsons first premiered and people were on about how you get messages like nra forever on the cash registers and stuff like that and people couldn't work out if it was satire or whether like Mac Raining was genuinely like leaning to the right and it's got that level of satire in here yeah like you look at the whole like every episode the big cheese is normally trying to exploit something for commercial gain there's normally a scheme there's episodes you know uh, about oil barons, there's episodes about pollution, there's episodes you talked about the, the manufactured pop one where they yeah. become pop stars and they're hypnotizing everybody. Like they are absolutely skewering kind of eighties and nineties commercialism and they're yeah. fully aware that they're doing it. You yeah. know?
1: And I mean even if you look at um where you've got uh, Aldente, he's you no know, he's constantly trying to um he's constantly trying to, to catch the cheese out. Hmm. because again we've had we have corrupt politicians we've got all this stuff where it's just no and you when we have seen it since you know, since the 80s we've seen it in the last you know, sort of in the in the last presidency in america that you no know, there's always that you no know, you've got all the shit going on everyone can see it but there's just that one layer of separation now you, you've you've you had it with trump you had it with obama you had it with bush you had it with clinton you've always got that you've always got that one layer where that person's expendable yes and what no matter what shit goes down that one person is your fall guy and you always have that one thing and like, this was 90 1990, 1991 something like that and they're lampooning it then yeah yeah definitely i and, know and you look at that and think fuck, nothing's changed in the last
0: 30 years no it's very very smart you know and not just smart in the ways we've talked about it, not just because it is laugh out loud funny like it also it has something to say yeah. And when, when you consider you're working with a bunch of images that are already generated and are in front of you and you just have to make things fit, yeah, that's pretty fucking smart. And even down to, the, you know, I said the comic timing is, is always really good as well. Like, mm. yes, you can re-edit to a certain extent, but we talked about this, or at least you and Helen talked about this on uh, Better Than Mario while, whilst I was off and you were looking at Guardians. Like, when you're dubbing, occasionally things like syntax and, you know... It, you, you hmm. sort of the flow of a sentence and things like that will we'll just get interrupted and they never allow that to happen here they they never yeah. allow there to be pregnant pauses and things like that they will shoehorn a line in and still get away with it and it'll yeah. still be funny you know and, and in a lot of bad dubs that is the thing that will show them up it's not what's being said it's the silence it's yeah. the fact that a line has finished too early or another one's had to come in too quickly and nothing really flows and that doesn't yeah. happen here at all they always manage to shoehorn just the right gagging at just the right time yeah and that's impressive just from a technical point of view let alone writing yeah. um and then it, I, I mean moving on from that then we've got to talk about the performances because again they are absolutely superb like it doesn't yeah. sound like a bunch of guys just essentially doing adr which is which yeah. is what it is um, yeah you know i mean I suppose you can argue to some level when you're doing voice acting, you're you're sort of using the technical tools for ADR anyway. To- mm. Totally different skill set, I know, but yeah. you're using the same kind of, you know, you're not on a stage as such, and you certainly would have been these days. Um, but yet yeah, they. You know these guys absolutely go for it. They're not just—it's not just like they've been given a script and gone read that and don't worry. Yeah. Like they absolutely sell these characters. The cats themselves, everyone is different. Yes. You know, like the the characters really come through. Yeah, um,
1: and that's that's always a risk when you have a product like this that it, you, you no, know, especially you know without everything, you know, without the notes and all the rest of it to go on, the risk of you know, the danger would have been actually yeah we just make three identical ones, make one a girl because yeah why not. And then the, the 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 voice, not the physical voice, but the voice of the character, doesn't vary enough from the others. So then you think, well, hang on, which one is that? No, I'm not getting any sense of character. Whereas here, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's almost as though they've gone right. We're going to redesign the characters so it fits what we want to do, rather than oh well, this one's this and this one's this and that one's that, and just kind of go off what you know, go off what you'd normally expect to get to get from the characters. And I think that the performance is actually. It's almost as if they they feel too good for the for the animation.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I think that comes down to partly the style of the animation. Yeah. Which is, as I, as I discussed I really like and that is stylistic, but also again it comes down to the fact that you, I think your brain is definitely telling you that you're watching an overdub. And so therefore yeah. nothing should really flow and these, these Yeah, nothing characters should match, be sparking nothing should off up. each other but they do. And so I think there's a, there's actually a disconnect because you're so used to seeing this done badly. Yeah. But when it's done really well, you're like... Oh fuck is this but like you know in the characters themselves like it would be so easy and you can see it's there in in the original it's, i mean it's not fair of us to make this assumption because we haven't watched it but you can see it from looking at the cartoon like that's the one with the umbrella and that's the girl one and he's the leader with the sword you know in the same way that in yeah. in turtles you get like well he's got a sword he's got nunchucks he's got cider and and those are your defining characteristics is they're the one yeah. with the red bandana and the side yeah. daggers you know, whereas yeah the, these Not cats a character. yeah, these cats aren't that like there's there's depth to these characters, and again, and a show as fucking stupid as this is, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't need that, but you know you've got things like the love triangle going on there between Guido and Speedy and the Princess, and it's like you don't have to reach for that at all, you could. No. you know, you could just put it in as throwaway lines, but those two have genuine moments where they compete. You know, they reveal their characters when they're competing yeah. for her attention and things like that. I mean, it's
1: one of the first things you see actually um, in the very first episode because um, uh, they're, they're fighting over who gets to deliver a pizza to her, and then yes. they're arguing because who know over who loves her the most. and So hang on, what what what's going on? What's the story this week? And then you think actually, yeah, they're, they're giving us quite a lot of information. So then by the time we move into the next episode of the next I think I've watched four something like that today, but every no but things carry through it's not as know it, it's not as if they oh, go well, this week they're going to be in love with her next week they're going to forget you exist because there's a you know, some somebody's put a new toilet roll on the holder you know it's it, it's 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 that stupid you that you'd think that that's what you're going to get. But actually, there's a very sophisticated level of character work that goes into every episode. In it. And certainly with your, with your main characters, they build on it, rather than a, which you don't normally get with a cartoon. Where it's episodic, it's normally just, right, okay, well, that's that's what this character is, and every week you're going to get more of the same.
0: Yes. And they yeah. don't do that. No, and, and then again, you see that probably most of all the cats, um, you see it in polyester a yeah. lot. Um also, incidentally, uh, by far my favorite character of all of them. Um, mm. But again, it would be easy to make Polyester the girl one. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when she's like blowing her kisses and hearts are coming out and stuff like that. But actually, like, when you start scratching the surface away, mm. what you get yeah, in the, in that first episode, she's sort of on the sidelines a little bit because the boys are competing for princess. But then it becomes clear over the course of the next few that actually... She's clearly the brains of this operation and yeah. is a matriarch and is in charge. You know, she's bossing them around and stuff as well. Yeah. And then as this kind of love triangle starts to go on and she's pushed to the sidelines, you see her start to get irate until eventually it comes full circle. And you're only about five or six episodes in at this point. But you get that episode where she forms the pop duo with the princess and they're just like, oh, fuck the boys. We'll just, yes. we'll go just off do and ourselves. do our own thing. I don't need them. I didn't need their attention. What what was that about? Yeah. You know, but she had just been so used to being the matriarch and being Queen Bee, and then all yeah. of a sudden she wasn't, so she was needing this attention and went out and found her own thing. And it's like, like this is this is not needed in a in a cartoon. Yeah. Like if we don't need that level of character development. We don't need to see them go full circle and learn something and actually yeah. become a better character for it, but they do. <laughs> and that's like you don't expect to see that in some of the real high quality narrative stuff that we watched, you know, let alone like a laugh a minute thing like this where it's it's yeah. literally just you know twenty five thirty minutes of cats with ninja saws beating up giant robots and mugging the camera and telling like basically dad jokes. Yeah <laughs> you know right. yeah I, again speaking of dad jokes like we've 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 mentioned them already but we haven't really talked about just the genius of those names as well. Yeah. Because I love a good pun anyway.
1: Oh you can't beat a good pun.
0: No but polyester is a mark of genius for a start, yeah. and, and nothing to do with anything. That's why it's funny. Yeah. Like, you know, at least, you know, Speedy Ceviche and Guido, you can see that, like, yeah, there's there's Italian, you know, they're having a dig at Italian-Americans there, which is, yeah. you know, the whole samurai pizza cat thing. Polyester, yeah, why? Like, where we yeah. did that? Other than somebody's just sat there going, "That's a funny name for a cat."
1: So, but the same as um, you've got um,
0: geriatric as well. Geriatric's a good one as well, yeah.
1: Uh, and again, it's just like, okay, well, you didn't need to do it. Yeah. And no, you first time you hear, it you go, "Oh yeah, that's really funny." And then you kind of forget about it. And the next time it comes up, "Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that." Yeah. And and say, well, they, so as you go through some, no, some of the names are brilliant. So you, I say, you can't, you can't beat a good pun, um, and in the wrong hands it gets lazy and i know if you look at again you go back to animaniacs and um, tiny Toons, they did it a lot yeah you know you you, you know where when you had but they were always in these throwaway one-off characters yeah they were never they were never in your your principal cast they were never in your recurring cast they were just things you could throw away and then move on move on with the next joke whereas here they've gone actually you know what if we're gonna do it let's hang a hat on it and say right okay that's what these characters are going to be. They're going to be puns. So we're going to have polyester. We're going to have geriatric. We're going to have al dente.
0: Yeah. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Um. You've mentioned it a few times now, but it's interesting that you, you've mentioned Animaniacs a few times because that is something that I got out of this as well within two or three episodes. I was like, this feels like... It would be right at home in the middle of an Animaniacs episode, yeah. you know, like your two Animaniacs stories and this sandwiched in the middle. Like it would feel yeah. right at home as, as like a short in the middle of that. It's got the same level of of humor essentially. Yes. Like it, it is, and it's
1: got that same frenetic sort of chaotic pace as well. Um, like everything about it suggests being chased around the the the, the studio a lot
0: yes yeah it does and, and it's got that it's this kind of level of humor i think which not many cartoons manage to nail the mm. you know you, you tend to get when you get adult humor in these cartoons which we've watched a lot of it it, it, it tends to be really subversive you know and you just really step in right up to the line of what's acceptable that you can get away with in kids tv or it tends to be dumb as a bag of rocks and just pitched at kids And then occasionally you'll get a show like Animaniacs like this, which will come along and just absolutely find the sweet spot where the comedy is intelligent enough for adults, but it's not dirty. It's not like, you know, it's not just trying to tell jokes to adults, you know, that while the kids are in the room and get away with something. Yeah. It's just genuinely smart, like smart and funny. So, Kids might laugh because it's it's funny cats doing funny things, but actually if you listen to the dialogue, yeah, you know, and, and some of the gags in there and the fourth wall breaking, it's it's genuinely intelligent and, and sharp and witty. Yeah. Uh, in a way that most things we watch aren't. It's very yeah, rare we I, get I something think the ones, this good.
1: The ones that you do get, um, which do it well. I mean, like, like things like Animaniacs, even things like The Simpsons, they just tend to skew slightly north of that line. It's very yes. rare you hit that actual sweet spot where you go, you know what? I could put this on in front of my kids, and they'd laugh at the bits they're supposed to laugh at. They wouldn't get the, they wouldn't get some of the jokes, but they'd get enough of it to be entertained and find it funny and all the rest of it. Whereas you know, especially, I mean, early Simpsons was better at it than they are now. I mean, now it tends to be that you know, they're trying to fight, they're trying to compete with things like Family Guy, where they went so far over the fucking line. The line's a dot. Yeah, you know. um, And it's they've they've in order to stay relevant and to sort of try and keep up with that things like The Simpsons have gone further that way. But in the early episodes, you did get some of this. But again, it just tended to be actually we're just that little bit further up. It's like the fingerprints joke. Yeah. You know, it's it means nothing to kids, but as an as an adult, you go fucking hell. You can't say that on kids' TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's you don't get that here. You you it's it's just pitched right that actually there's
0: nothing in there that's going to offend anybody whatsoever. No. No. Well, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> there's maybe some stereotypical uh cultural appropriation for, for japan there but i mean other than that you know and i'm, and I'm not excusing that don't get me wrong no. but we also have to bear in mind that you know as we mention all the time when we look at this whole stuff this was the early 90s yeah it's it was a different fine. time and i mean the,
1: the whole thing the whole setup it's very much it's not quite lampooning but it's very much sort of taking a deep dive on this, this the feudal classical feudal japanese culture so you can't do that in the nineties right you certainly couldn't do it now but you, you can't do it in the 90s and look back at, back at the society and the way it's 's sort of been set up and the way it it's evolved over thousands of years without coming across as though you taking the piss yeah, i think I the think... way they do it i think it's sensitive enough that says look yes okay we get that we're slightly lampooning you but we're doing it in as a finer taste as we possibly can, so we're, and we're not just going out of our way to rip on it and say it, you know, and say it's shit and offend everybody.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Because I think there's, there's certain things where where you can look at it and go, well, yeah, well, they get away with it because of that, and then there's other things we look at and go, but actually. So, for instance, it is literally an overdub of a Japanese show. So they literally have taken, you know, Japanese culture and Americanized it, right? So there's there's cultural appropriation from that point of view. And there's no getting away from that. That is something they've done. But actually, I think they've done it as respectfully as you could have in those days and and pitched to the audience they were pitching at. And it's also got this in-baked... Culture clash within it, anyway. You know the the samurai pizza cat. So you take in like the Italian American pizza parlor, for instance, and yeah. and that kind of culture. And it's it's got that almost kind of neo cyberpunk sort of feel to it, where you, you very often see that kind of East meets West culture yeah. in those kind of worlds. You know, like see Blade Runner and and everything of that elk, for instance, that yeah. dystopian cyberpunk cyberpunk sorry kind of vibe. Yeah. is very east meets west.
1: Yeah. Um sorry, you just reminded me as well. My favorite insult insult in uh, right at the beginning of the first episode is I can't remember who it was, but so, I think one calls the other a neo-fascist feline. Yeah. And that I, I don't know what it was. That just lost me for about 2 minutes. I was just in stitches. Because it's, it, it's just not something you expect. And it's so fucking stupid.
0: But it's also, again, that, like I was saying about them shoehorning a gag in, mm. it's the alliteration as well of yeah. neo-fascist feline. And to yeah. come up with it so quickly because they had to fill some space and they yeah. were, they could have said anything. Yeah. But it's so quick out of the blocks as well. Because yeah. It kind of sets up the stall for the show as well.
1: Um, and I mean, anybody who's read my work, I, I'm a big fan of alliteration anyway, I always have been. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those. It just completely floored me because I wasn't expecting it at all. And I think that having come out this show with no recollection of it whatsoever as i don't i don't think i ever saw it but i don't know um but yeah to come at at me straight away within the first 30 seconds with that yeah yeah hats off that's 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 me
0: gone yeah that first episode was an absolute revelation to me just just sitting down and watching like knowing i'd enjoyed it as a kid anyway but Mm. as i say this kind of come and went so quickly like i've not I've barely ever thought about it since, other than some sort of weird fever dream of like, was that really a thing? Was there that show where you had like cybernetic cats, kind of with ninja yeah. swords fighting giant? Maybe I, maybe I made it up. But then I could always remember Samurai Pizza cat. so I was like, no, it must be a thing. Like yeah. because I, had, I'm definitely not good enough to have made that song up. So, <laughs> so it must have been a thing. Um, but then yeah, in watching that first show within. Like I said, two, three minutes, I was the same as you. Like the first few guys just hooked me. Yeah. And I was I was just laughing like a drain. And I haven't stopped. Like every episode I've watched. Like there's not just one moment that's cracked yeah. me up. Like the episodes just have me grinning from ear to ear constantly. They're so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, and, and I wasn't expecting that from mm. this. I was expecting oh, I just say it as is i was expecting a bad low budget turtles ripoff is what i yeah. was expecting um I, and it's so consciously not that you know the, the fact that they consciously dig in about how they're faster than turtles and yeah. things like that and it it's they know exactly what is expected of them. I think that's yeah. what makes it so good as well. There's an element of the underdog about it where they know exactly what people think they are, yeah. and they just going, well, no, along. We're not going to be that. Then we'll yeah. be something totally different. You and want I to compare mean... us to turtles? Try, just try yeah. comparing this to turtles. You
1: know. And I mean, I I, I came at it as I, without the recollection. I came at it thinking, right, okay, well, it's from, from just from the title alone. Okay, it's Samurai Pizza Cats it's going to be of the ilk of Earthworm Jim and Cat Dog and all these things that are completely incongruous and they've just kind of shoehorned it together and it's going to be a load of slapstick shit shit gags that don't really land because I didn't know anything about it. And then looking at it and looking at what it is, and there's an element of that, which obviously they all came later, so you know, there they may, they may well have been elements of borrowing from that, which actually this is something that did land and, pe- and people did appreciate it and, and people did take in. And then it evolved into Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, and all these other things that sort of followed it. And and i had, a, had uh, you can you can see some of the influences of these shows in in, uh, in Samurai Pizza Cats. But that was that was my expectations when when I sat down and watched it. I say it was lunchtime today, and I went, "Oh fuck, right, okay." Like, no, normally this is you know, when I've got stuff to catch up on. I I put it on, and I'm either working or I'm doing something else. But it's on, and I'm listening to it. I'm not really watching it. It's you know, it's kind of on, and it's permeating. I sat down, I I had my um came back from the office, had my iPad on my desk, sort of in front of my monitor so I could see where I was no see what I was working on. And I just had to stop working. I could not sit there and and work and just of let it
0: bleed in via osmos osmosis. I had to sit there and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It- it, it just demands your attention because it, it, it looks so colorful and energetic anyway and even if it like if i've got it on while i'm doing dinner for instance it's on in the background like the gags are so quick that you end up just glancing over just to see what's going on because they're coming yeah. out so quickly and
1: that was the thing that i I was glancing over uh i was i kind of what i was working on it was something really fucking boring because you know day job um, but I was I, I was doing the same thing. It was there, it was in the background. I was sort of taking in the noise and then all, I would just be glancing over and glancing, but every glance would be slightly longer. Yeah. And I'd have to linger just a little bit more just to see what was going to happen next. And after
0: about a minute, I thought, fuck this, just, just watch it. Just actually sit down and watch it. Yeah, because honestly, like a minute in in this show is a long time That's like a ten lot gags. yeah a lot can happen to the point where you look back after a minute and a half and you're just like what the fuck's going on now yeah. how, why did to, how did
1: i get how to get to this bit
0: who's that character why is there a giant robot why are they like what what's yeah. happening i don't understand um because it doesn't really have that kind of i mean, I mean there there are some sort of um repeated kind of story beats like you would get in these common action shows you know, the cats being launched out of a gun for instance yeah. and stuff like that which again just the madness i know it's there in the in the original animation yeah. but like there's any number of ways these cats could get to their location but they yeah. shot out of a giant gun yeah. on top of the pizza parlor because why not why not Right. But then on
1: top of that, I mean, in, in, again in that very first episode, you get them, you know, they're 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 shot out and they're launched across the sky, and you just see them flying, and somebody goes, "Oh, great! Now these things are polluting. Uh, these things are causing pollution as well." Yeah, and then somebody goes, "Oh, I thought it was only bird, only birds would get in the way or something like that." And it's just again, it's just so wherever you thinking, that's fucking genius because. All you know, Especially at the time, you know, you look at this, this was, this was early 90s. You've got things like Captain Planet where and there's this big environmental focus. They've just banned CFCs. All this sort of stuff's going on. So all of a sudden it's, it's in the public consciousness and they're lampooning it because these three cats are flying and they've got fucking vapor trails behind them. Yeah, yeah, completely.
0: Like, where the fuck does that come from? How do you even get to that point? They just so consciously skewer everything that people are expecting them to be. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're going after Catherine Planet. They they just go for the throat of consumerism. Like they absolutely go on about all the Pizza Cats merchandise and how they're going to lose out on merchandising deals because there's too many swords in this week's episode and things like that. And then you've even got all the way to the end. Again, I know it's there in the original show, so they've got to find something to do with it. But you get the Pizza Cats fan club motto at the end (sighs) of every episode. Which, again, is just such a throwback to that kind of mid-80s. Like, we've talked about it several times on this show. I was in the Dennis the Venice fan club. I was in the Desperate Dan fan club. I was in the Roland Rat fan club. Like, that was just a way to extract money from children, be part of the club, you know? And and so they just dumped the Pizza Cats fan club motto at the end of every episode. And they, they so understand what they're expected to be And what everybody that bought this show wanted it to be. Like, there's no doubt that the network wanted this to compete with turtles. They wanted the next Ninja Turtles, the next Thundercats, the next whatever. And what they got instead was just this completely mental, irreverent Japanese piss take of everything. It's so, I mean, it's. In the truest sense of the word, it's absolute anarchy. It is just like, no, we don't care what you want us to do. We're just having fun here and we're going to say what we want to say and we're going to do what we want to do and we will do it absolutely just inside the lines. We know exactly where we can go and we're going to stop here. And that's what makes it so fucking clever. Yeah. Like you said, there is no fingerprints or anything like that. It never gets that far, yeah, but then it will take a swipe at every fucking thing else that's on t v at this point, yeah, you know um and it and it even takes a it takes a swipe at its own kind of um storytelling quirks as well I, mean, I don't know if you've noticed the repeated shots you've already mentioned them where they say, oh great, this cat's flying now." I don't know if you've noticed how many times you get the repeated shot of, like, the mother and child dog yet always looking up at the sky. And no, I didn't notice that. I've got to be they're in almost every episode, sometimes twice, you know, and every time they're just getting more and more irate at the fact that they're constantly looking up at these fucking cats flying overhead. And they're like, what's that? Oh, it's the fucking cats again. You know, it's... <laughs> so- so they re- they even start building these things into the narrative as well, you know. And then, yeah, at Bad Bird as he keeps showing up, you know, keeps talking about how he's not going to get foiled this time and all usual villain talk. Whilst yeah. then stopping and addressing camera and going, although I will because I want to be back next week because yeah. I'm on a retainer, and and they just know exactly what they're doing. And yeah, it's so I can't I was going to say it's so rare, but you know, I honestly can't think of another cartoon that gets that meta you, you said it right back at the start it's possibly the most meta thing yeah, you've ever absolutely. seen and, and really. I might just have to agree with you like this is this is Deadpool level meta not Deadpool the film like Deadpool the comic like this is mm. ridiculously meta um, and I love it for that because they yeah. commit to it so wholeheartedly
1: and I think that's the thing when you look at other things that have done it like, like as, it's difficult not to compare it to Animaniacs because it's probably the closest thing we've got um, to it mm-hmm. They will do it occasionally and for argument's sake, if Animaniacs do it four times in an episode, it'll land twice and twice you're thinking, oh yeah not yeah. quite minimum. I can see what you're going for but hasn't quite landed. This motherfucker they'll do it 12 times in an episode and they'll land at 13. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's the, nothing misses. Absolutely everything is so for, for an anarchic show it is so fucking perfectly balanced everything is so perfectly timed everything is so perfectly managed that there doesn't seem to be any, you know. It seems to be complete chaos, but actually, what you've got there is just perfect management of what you're doing. Um, but yeah, it's you know, everything in this. It's so clearly thought out to a point where no, the, n- there's not a line that's wasted. Everything is there. So especially when they start breaking the fourth wall, it's there to get you from A to B because they mm-hmm. can't think of another way to do it. Or I, I think in the the in the first episode, there was a comment where. They were going to do something. and Someone says, "Oh, that's not in my contract." Get my agent on the phone, and then he he pulls a copy of his contract out of his pocket, and then it, it it fades to the next thing because from the scene they were in to the next scene, there wasn't a natural out. Yeah. So all of a sudden, they're actors in a show, and I, I'm not doing that. i Fucking call the director and Yeah. And it's just it it's not just done for the sake of it. And then if you you know you look at um like She Hulk has done um done it quite successfully recently, but again, there was some of those where even then you're thinking you've only done that because you can't think of a way out of it. Yeah. It it's making feel, that it feel, feel natural,
0: organic. isn't it? Yeah. That's what they do. Well, you're right. It's, it's necessary because there's no other way out of the story, but they don't make it feel like it's necessary. They make it feel like it's natural, don't they? Yeah, And that's, I think a big part of that is due to the fact that they use a narrator as well. And that's, that's very helpful in this situation. Yeah. Um, and, We've mentioned Animaniacs a few times, but actually the show that it reminded me of the most as I was watching it, and actually perhaps the show I've enjoyed in terms of the comedy of it the most as well, uh, that was similar to this, is is Roger Ramjet. That's what I kept thinking of when I was watching this, particularly in the narration, particularly in the action sequences where it's like, These action sequences are necessary. In Roger Ramjet, it was because that was kind of the pastiche that they were going for, was that superhero show. In this, it's because those action sequences are already there. But instead of just letting the action sequences play out, which you could, you could let those action sequences play out with a soundtrack and with the occasional like, or "meow" or whatever noises cats are going to make. They put that kind of highly dramatized radio action serial narration over the top, and it gives it that extra level again. But it also tips it over then into that real tongue-in-cheek pastiche that you get with something like Roger Ramjet as well. And again, it just allows them to get away with murder because, you know, you can almost hear that narrator turning to a camera and winking as he's saying it, you know? where he's no, it's, going it's
1: on because i hadn't made that connection but it's you you're right it's it when you when you sort of, when you think about the two it's it's quite an obvious comparison but it yeah. hadn't it, i think because of the difference in time with the two of them and obviously mm-hmm. i think roger ramger had a very specific style and you know, it, it was lampooning a very particular genre whereas there's so much more broad appeal in, in in this that i didn't i didn't make that connection but yeah you're right there's there's definitely an element of that in there
0: yeah, there there absolutely is. Um and, and as I say it it's just because of the, the tone of that narration and the fact that it's completely not needed, you know, and it's it's every time they're gonna do this special moves, you know, where they're talking about um Speedy's sword as he's about to draw it and how like this is the end for the bad guys because Speedy yeah. Ceviche is gonna draw his magical sword and you know or, and polyester is gonna like use the power of love and stuff like that, and it's all stuff that we just don't need because it's all in the visuals, yeah, and the visuals are strong enough that it it would communicate this without the need for the narration, but it's just it cements that whole style and it anchors everything together, yeah. so that when all of a sudden a character turns around and starts talking to the screen, the narrator can answer them back because the yes. narrator is omnipotent, as the Muppets taught us, yeah, you know so that's i I think that's the key is that narration holds it all together in a way that you know some of the other shows that attempt to do this don't if you don't have that narrator if you don't have that constant fourth wall break yeah it can be jarring but this never is because they can always fall back on that narrator and on that kind of radio serial pastiche because that is just storytelling at its purest form that is that is literally someone reading you a story yeah so you boil it all the way back to that and you can get away with murder you know um so I I think that's a key component of it, and and that was my my initial kind of overriding comparison. You know, two or three episodes in, I was like, this really feels like Roger Ramjet, and and yeah, Roger I Ramjet it. I think is the last thing I can remember us watching that made me laugh this much. Like I found Roger Ramjet absolutely hilarious when we watched that, yeah. um, and and I've got the same thing with this. You know, I I just can't get enough of this show. <laughs> It's just, I it's another one that I know I will keep watching. I'll do all fifty some odd episodes because, and and they're all available, listeners. Um yeah. they're, they're all out there for you. You know where to look. Yeah, um, it,
1: it was on Prime at one point, but it's uh, it's not anymore.
0: No, um, it's going through some licensing reshuffles. I think at the
1: moment. Yeah, so um, I think Saban had the um the licensing for the English version until two thousand and then it's kind of bounced around a bit from then I, th- I did see who who's got it now um uh, ba- ba- uh discotech me- uh, media have it uh, have the american um actually they have both the original japanese version and the north american english language version um so yeah it's it's bouncing around a little bit it's, it's there's been D- there've been dvd releases Um. Oh, Discotek Media released Samurai Pizza Cast: A Complete Collection on Blu-ray in January 2016. So every 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 episode featured in standard definition on a single disc
0: in 2016. I can't believe how long ago that was. Now I'm saying it out loud: a Blu-ray release in 2016. Yeah. Um, can't find that blu-ray then because i have actually looked for this since since watching the episodes that i've watched um i have looked for this this is something i want uh because it's so fucking good yeah. there is there is some merch available i don't remember a lot of merch in the 90s but there is now merch there's there's clearly this is one of those shows i think that that found its its audience it found yeah. it probably slightly after the original earring and it has become very cult. Like there are people who absolutely adore this show and it does have a following. So there is demand out there for it and there is merch out there for it, which is good because now I want some. So, (laughs) you know, because it's, you know, they've made a fan out of me in in the few episodes I've watched. Say few I've done probably about 13 or 14 of these now. Um, It's
1: on Amazon, 46.72
0: wow yeah that's that's a lot for a blue mind you it's 50 odd episodes 50 50 odd episodes that's that's nearly 100 hours of tv there nearly so yeah that's not bad actually yeah Yeah, i'm uh, I'm gonna have to have a look at that i think definitely i mean it's just a good job i hadn't like really reconnected with this before i started collecting cats in my own house because they'd all be named after pizza cats i think (laughs) well there's, (laughs) there's always the next one yeah, um, hopefully a long time away yet. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, you trying to kid? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I mean, you know, in all seriousness, that's that's another hook for me as well. Is that it's cats, you know? So I was just like, even if it was bad when we were watching it, I was like, well, I still got cats in it. How bad can it be? <laughs> you know, you can remind me of that later on in the month.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll keep that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I. I find it interesting because as I, say, I have no recollection of this. I have no baggage of this. So coming into this, the only thing I knew about it was that you've been telling me for about a month I need to watch it because it's fucking hilarious. And I've, as I have I I genuinely have sat down to a lot of times and gone, oh, fuck, I haven't done X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And by the time I've done X, Y, or Z, it's like midnight and I'm going, oh, fuck it, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, and it, so it hasn't happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, sat down to look at it today. And yeah, it's commanded far more of my attention than my day job, which... Generally isn't hard anyway, but I was literally sat at my desk going, "Fuck it, just turn the computer off and watch this instead," because this is far more interesting. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm going to now sit down and watch the other fifty episodes I haven't seen, but I'm certainly going to pick, you know, pick, you know, pick up every now and again. He's going, "Right, I've got an hour, I'll stick one on."
0: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to watch them all. Um, again, I'm probably I... not going to spend forty six point seventy two on a Blu-ray. Uh, if I can find them digitally, I will happily pay money for them digitally. I am trying to back away from physical media as much as possible because yeah. i mean i'm moving offices at the moment um, and jesus christ i have a lot of blu-rays <laughs> but and most of them i don't watch yeah. so i'm trying to i'm trying to back that if i could buy it yeah. digitally i would it's absolutely worth every penny of that 40 odd quid mm. um i definitely do want to watch all 50 odd episodes probably not in one straight run yeah you know um i think i could but i think my brain would probably be dribbling out of my ears by the end of it um quite possibly yeah yeah so you've,
1: you've distracted me now, and I'm ca- I'm, I'm counting on my screen because they're behind me the number of Blu-rays I've got. I've only got about a dozen, because um, I've got like, a couple of hundred DVDs over there, and everything yeah. else is digital. So I, I, I went digital when I went to Australia. So I mean it was because I just didn't want to carry shit with me basically. Yeah, so I mean I'm, that's that was that's kind of where thing. I went with this. But now, yeah, you've
0: distracted me with that. I'm thinking I've got about a dozen Blu-rays behind me. That's all I've got. I've got far too much physical stuff that will yeah. just sit around here gathering dust. So yeah, I, same. I, I need... I've,
1: I've got about 600 DVDs just to the, the left of the desk here. God knows when I watched... Actually, I did watch Ghostbusters with number two the other day, so I did, I did actually get a DVD out relatively recently.
0: That was Ghostbusters 1 with number two, not Ghostbusters yes. 2, just to clarify. This oh, I think
1: too. I watched them both because they were both in the same set. Oh, okay,
0: fair enough. Uh... And he's eight, I can get away with it, it's fine. I'm just introducing yeah.
1: him to, good, you know, to decent stuff as opposed to fucking Minecraft videos.
0: Uh, yeah, just show them Samurai Pizza Cats instead. Right? I, I might. Yeah, it's like it, there's something for everybody. There's something for adults. There's something for kids. And it'll definitely keep kids quiet, I think, because like you said, you can't look away from it. No. It's kind of, it is almost like a, a kind of frenetic toddler in, in that sense, isn't it? And yeah. that it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Over, I'm going to do something funny any minute now. Like, yeah. look at me, pay me attention. Yeah, that's as soon what as you this look show away, is. That's like. when it's going to happen. Yeah, that is what this show is like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm hooked on it. I like. I'm. I'm fine with that. I don't know. I don't know what kind of magic they they're weaving. Like I can see all the moving parts, but they just all. What's all subliminal messaging underneath the pictures? Yeah, they just all of these moving parts fit together so well. Like everything is so on the top of its game. Yeah, it, it's just magic, but it's all going on at once. You know, normally yeah. when we're looking at these shows, we can look and go, "Yeah," but that that is really good. But that part. Yeah, Maybe not or so the pacing's
1: off, or this hasn't quite worked, that doesn't land and that doesn't lead into this properly. You don't have a tight you don't have a chance to think of that. It's just bang, 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 straight through it. And you're like, fuck, where did that happen where did that where did that come from? Yeah. And what, by the time you've worked out happened? where that came from, you've missed the next bit.
0: Yeah. Like what where was that half hour? What happened? <laughs> like I don't understand. Where did it go? Um, I enjoyed it, but I don't know where it went. Yeah. And it's that sort that, of...
1: that was literally my experience in the first episode. I was like, Is that it? Yeah. Because it
0: felt like it was about five minutes. Yeah, exactly, and and even though you know, particularly when we're talking about it together now, and we can see the moving parts, and we can see that actually, you know, the, the writing is very calculated, the performances are very good, the animation yeah. is it's, it's of its style, but also as I say, something I really really enjoy. You can see all of those things, and 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 you know that they work in, but when they're all put in front of you together, you don't even you wouldn't even realize if one of them wasn't because it's going so fucking fast yeah. that you just like you're on to the next bit it's a bit like um again bringing it back to animaniacs i remember saying then that like part of the the genius of that show is, is if one gag doesn't land for you there's another one like 10 seconds later yeah so you just, don't just the corner register the fact so this is like that except for me anyway i know humor's subjective but for me all of the gags were landing yeah. so I, and and every episode as well and again it's, it's Havlovian and they know they're doing it because it's such a thing for these 80 shows as well to have their catchphrases and to have their mottos and their fan clubs and stuff. Mm. But I know every episode is building to the ultimate final gag, which makes me laugh every time at the end of the Pizza Cats fan club motto. Mm. And it's the same gag every episode. And it's the closest they come to stepping over a line. Yeah. But they again, the, the timing is so perfect that it gets me every single time. And it's all just built to this one final gag that just floors me. So I walk away from it with a smile on my face as well and then sing the theme tune for the rest of the day Yeah, in a stupid voice, because you have to. Of course you do. Yeah. It would be and rude then, not to. Yeah, I mean, incidentally, had had we... Had we watched this before doing our theme tunes episode, oh, I don't have think been in there somewhere. yeah, I don't think it would have changed the final outcome.
1: But it'd have been in the running, though. It'd, have been, it it, it'd would, be
0: it'd, it'd been in the last eight. It would have been in the top of my bracket, definitely. I don't think it would have changed the final outcome. I still think I won't say anything in case anybody has not this but I still think the winner would have been the winner. Yeah, but this would have been very close because again, it ticked all those boxes that I said I wanted in a theme tune in that it uh, it announces what the show is you understand the feeling of the show and it it's just really catchy as well and it's musically sound so it does everything that you want that theme tune to do yeah and it does it really well unsurprisingly because this show just does everything really well yeah like it's it 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 would be annoying if it wasn't so fucking funny yeah like if if any one part of this didn't work, it would annoy you how perfect the rest of it is. Yeah, because it all comes together and it comes together so effortlessly. It's, it just works. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I think you're I, right. I, and
1: I mean, I, I, I as I said, I'm, I'm not going to sit down and say I'm going to now binge another fifty episodes, but certainly I'm going to watch more of it because like, this this no, it's like it's like an uncovered gem for me it's something that's you no know, of no it's, it, it's it's of my childhood era but i have nothing about it so actually i can come it completely fresh mm-hmm. not have any of that baggage like we you know we've talked about with the raccoons and stuff like that that i can just go this go i've not seen this before yes okay in the um some of the character design one of them does look a little bit like the cross between garfield and sonic um just because it's not the size of the eyes and so the, the shape of the snout and stuff But I can forgive that because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is.
0: It's fucking wonderful. This show is just wonderful. I cannot recommend it enough, listeners. I can't imagine you would be listening to a show about Samurai Pizza Cats if you didn't already know this show, so I'm sure I don't have to.
1: Unless you really trust our judgment, which, what the fuck's wrong with you if that's the case?
0: I mean, I know there are some of you out there who will listen to whatever we're talking about, having not seen them because... You know, maybe you weren't around at the time. Maybe you were too young at the time. You know, I know there are those of you out there that that we that we do talk to occasionally as well. But you know, if you don't know about this and this is new to you, then please, please, please go and seek it out yeah, because absolutely, it's wonderful, and you can thank me later. Um, I I don't know how, how I don't know how anybody can dislike this show. I really don't. It's so charming. It's so funny. It's so colorful. Mm. It's it's just a good time, start to finish. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. And say, I mean, having been in that boat and coming to it completely fresh and you know, completely new, yeah, it's um, it's been absolutely eye opening, mm. and will possibly sour some of the stuff we've got coming up because it's not going to be as good.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the problem when you get something this good, isn't it? But you know, our next, certainly our next show that we're looking at for this show is totally different. Yes. So that will. Happen. I
1: do know that one.
0: Yeah, I, I know that one very, very well. Um, so, you know, I, at least that's totally different. And then I've even forgotten what we've got past that. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Christmas is coming. Goose is getting fat and all of that. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, the coke but, trucks can get stuck in traffic somewhere. Yeah. Um, th- this will be the high bar for quite some time. I think, I think. so.
1: I, th- I think that, yeah, there's. This is going to be the yardstick for quite a while.
0: Yeah, there is going to be a lot. uh, Just prepare yourselves, listeners, because there's going to be a lot of us comparing things to this. Saying, oh, well, if you think about Yeah, probably not. Uh, but them's the breaks, you know. For everything that's really good, there has to be something that's really well. Bad.
1: Well said, and I think no, we've we've been quite fortunate um, this year. I th- There haven't been that many where we've gone, oh, that's a stinker. That's really disappointed me. That's really letting yeah. me know. We've had some, but never to an extent where we've gone, oh fuck, right, okay, that's no, that that that's certainly so, no, that's so far behind the eight ball. We're we're, we're never gonna lower ourselves that far again. Um, whereas we've been spoiled in, on quite a few occasions where we've gone, that's actually really good, that's actually really, good, you know, far better than I remembered, or in this case, it's something I didn't know I didn't know existed. But for me, this, is, um, this has been
0: an absolute joy. Agreed, absolutely agreed. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, yeah. I am sorry to be moving on from it, but yeah. I, you know, I'm not really moving on from it, so
1: yeah, you know, it's better. We've got to do it because you know, we've got, you know, as I say, Christmas is coming, we've got other stuff to do as well um but as always we'd love to know what people's thoughts are um if you did watch it at the time if you do remember it let us know what you th- what your thoughts were if you are coming to it new like my uh, like myself then again let us know what you think what it is that does or doesn't do it for you um as always you can get in touch with us on twitter at smpd pod uh you can go to our website ddpodcast.net we can also get our previous episodes and other shows as well uh on facebook and youtube with the double on podcast network uh wherever you get your podcasts from subscribe leave a message back as best we can until next time
0: Hail to thee, oh Pizza Cat. Please ring your little bell. Although you may be pen and ink, we know you'll fight like... Pizza
1: Cats! Pizza Cats! We hoped you liked the show, it's the best that we could do. MRI Pizza Cats! If you could do better, then we'd leave it up to you. Just a reminder, you might like to know the cats will be back for another big show. <laughs> oh, gosh. Memorizes the cats. They're fighting crime. Oh, yes. All over town. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.